0: I'm Simon and a few years ago, I decided I wanted to make a change. I wanted to create a passive reoccurring income to support me and my family today and a legacy for the future. Fast forward two years and I've managed to generate over 10,000 pounds worth of monthly passive income. I've set up the business, scaled the business and now I've systemized the business to free up my time. So join me to find out how I've done it, how others are doing it every day and how you can do it too. Allah, great to have you back on the show. How have you been?
1: I'm good. I'm very good. Thank you so much. It's good to be back.
0: Amazing. Amazing. And I know you're doing some great things in Leeds. So I wanted to get you back on the podcast today. To talk about what you've been up to since we last spoke. Now, if you missed the first episode with Ala, I'm gonna post the link to it in the description below. Ala had just secured her first serviced accommodation unit at the time. And I think your cash flow was around 1500, and you were hoping it might sort of be up to three grand after that deal. Um, where are you at now in terms of cash flow?
1: Well, at the moment, I'm almost to uh, 5k per month um, after securing my second uh, rental essay.
0: Wow, perfect. And I mean, I, I say this all the time, but you're obviously not full-time in property. No. Um, and you are like a full-time um, mom of, 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 of three. Do you want to just tell the listeners a little bit about, about your day-to-day life?
1: Well, I've, um, I've got a very busy day-to-day life. So I am a, um, a full-time mother for uh, three children, three boys. And I'm also full-time as a IT engineer. And um, I also do the business as part-time. Um, so I've got busy schedule, like a week, including weekends. Um, I wake up every day, half four or five o'clock a.m. in the morning, um, I do my stuff, my activities, and on the weekends it's more like kids' activities, running around and also do some property stuff. So I'm um I'm, I'm literally 24-7, busy. My friends sometimes they tell me off like you don't take time for yourself and uh, but I'm starting to do this, um, just treat myself a little bit. But yes, that's me, simply.
0: So, so I just want to unpack that a little bit, like why, like. Like, what is it in you that gives you this tenacity and this determination and this inner strength to go as hard as you do, Allah?
1: I think the biggest reason is because I want to secure a really good quality of life to my kids in the future and for myself as well. And uh, and and the second reason is something that we've been, we've been always been. Um, um, um so my dad and my mom my parents they always raised us in a way that we shouldn't just sit idle we should always keep ourselves busy I mean my mom would never accept us to sleep in bed till 8 a.m or 9 p.m she just comes and wakes us wakes up in the morning <laughs> so it's like we have to do something we can't just sit down and and do nothing so I think we've been raised up in a way that we should always be active having goals having um something in life that we need to achieve and follow our dreams and and i've always been like this always been like this running around
0: mean, so, so just just so i can really visualize because i know i know personally for me i had a moment whereby it dawned on me um i got married Uh, I was considering, you know, one day starting a family and I just felt like I didn't have the security. I didn't have the finances. I didn't have the freedom to be able to do that. And I was waking up with the fear of, you know, the fear of that. And that was what drove me to get up at 4.30, 5 o'clock, build my website, start my business, crunch figures, work out things, do all the, the horrible side of the business when you first start. What goes through your head when your alarm goes off at 4.30? Um,
1: well, what I'm going to do today. <laughs> so when I wake up at 4.30, it's like, okay, today is Saturday or today, whatever the day is, I... I get my note and then I write down what I'm going to do for the day. So I plan day by day and on the weekends. I plan for the week. So it's it's basically managing my time and exactly what I um, write down the things that I need to do at the end of the day. I feel happy when I see those tasks are ticked. Um, so, yeah, this is what i thought when I um, wake up early morning
0: and what drives you like do you ever feel like just pressing the snooze and not bothering like what 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 is it inside what emotion do you feel that drives you
1: uh, i am a big, big believer that the morning time or these hours in the morning are the most productive mm. time of day for me and i feel myself i'm doing lots of things i do my pray, praying i do my meditations and Um, And if I miss that time, I feel like if I slept, I feel like my whole day will be ruined. Mm. So I don't know, it's just me, different, different hours, but this is like the most productive hours. And I feel happy when I do things on these hours. And if I'm happy, then I know the rest of the day will be good.
0: I absolutely love that. So, yeah, I could just really resonate with it because I'm somebody that used to get up. You can ask Lucy, like, you know, when I, in my previous career, I was getting up at nine, 10, 11, when I felt like it, you know, this, that, and the other, because I I, I used to work a lot from home and I was self-employed. Now I'm up and I'm driven and I'm trying to make, I'm trying to get ahead of the game. And I see like a lot of similarities with me and you on that. Um, I remember when we first started doing our mentoring calls, like we was doing them at like, what, 6am or something, mental.
1: Yeah. 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 Something crazy.
0: (laughs) It's just just crazy. But yeah, we we got it done. We got it done. And I I have to say in terms of consistency, that's one thing I've always respected about you because you're very consistent. And I think that that's, that's key if you want to be successful in rent-to-rent business property consistency and turning up you know when you don't feel like or when you've had a tough time or you know you're a bit emotional or something's happened which we've had and you still stand up and come through and i think that's admirable so yeah
1: Uh, i just want to
0: add
1: just want to add to this consistent consistency it's not only for me as a mentee, for you, but also realize that it's a, it's a key for business success. Mm. Um, Consistency in everything, like even meetings with with uh, the people you work with, you know, every Sunday, I meet Frank, or I go to home, we talk about business. Mm. Uh, Consistency in posting in social media. I know I'm really horrible on that, but <laughs> when I used to do that, I can see the difference and the deals that I can get and that the leads... The amount of leads that get generated so consistency is the key for a business success
0: a hundred percent and i'm sure you'll get in and inundated and loads of people will be hitting you up after this um where's just just a, a quick one where's the best place for people to reach you
1: um everywhere <laughs> you can find me on um, messenger you can contact me whatsapp call me if you have my number um as
0: as if they available. don't have you what it, if they uh, don't have your number is facebook instagram uh
1: uh yes i've got yeah you can reach me on instagram you can reach me on facebook uh, messenger um everywhere you can right. call simon to
0: <laughs> terrorize yeah all right cool so what i'm going to do is i'm going to post alice's instagram in the description um, and yeah, if you've got any questions or if you want to see Allah posting more, then you can you um, you can you can, you can terrorize it because I'm always like, yeah, go on, post this deal, post this, go on, post this. Yeah. So let's talk about this. So basically, I know one of the things that you've been focused on in your business is um, we, we've always, you started off with the rent to HMOs, which were great and we liked and you had the consistent income. And then we always knew we wanted to add essay to that so you know you've you've now completed your second essay deal um let's just unpack um in fact let's talk about your last deal because i know that after your first essay deal in fact no sorry <laughs> let's talk about oh, yeah. let's yeah sorry sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's early and i'm just like so much to say yeah so um, <laughs> the, the the first the first yeah it's like six am again everyone so the first 6 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> so the, the the first essay deal that you talked about on the last podcast I know you was thinking it might you know do sort of a few grand can we just go into the figures that that has actually achieved and and how how it's split between you and the landlord please.
1: Yes, yeah, so that essay, the first essay, currently generating around um, almost a 4K. Um, and then, so 4,000 4, something, I don't remember the exact number. And this, this is a net that we split between me and the, the landlord. Um, it, was a, it was a great success. And uh one of the keys that made it successful is that the landlord is very helpful, very supportive. Uh, and because it's 50-50, he was trying his best to also help in maintaining the property that. So that was really, really good, helpful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that that was for this one, the first essay.
0: Wow. And there's actually a video on that so you can actually see the visualization, the visualizations of that on YouTube. I'm going to post that below as well. I'm going to speak. I'd be like, oh, I've got post all these links. I'm going to post a link to the YouTube video, which shows Allah's property that generates what, like over £4,000 net in total.
1: Yes, after paying the bills, the rent, and everything. And I just also want to say for now, we have around 25, 26 reviews um, from. Um, uh, clients um, stayed in the uh, guests stayed in the property and they all are positive reviews they they loved the house they never had a negative view we had just one negative review but even that she sent it privately not even in public nice. and she wrote really nice one in public so it was a huge uh, it was really good experience especially dealing with guests and talking to guests and get their uh, positive reviews
0: hundred percent. Great. So, you know, you're doing these sort of rent to HMOs and you're making like five, six hundred pounds a month. Then you've done this SA whopper, which is generating you four grand divided by two. That's generating you over two grand. Like, yeah. like I'm guessing that might have been a bit of a penny drop moment, uh, like and also just experiencing both. So where did that take you to in terms of what you wanted to do moving forward?
1: I quite like the rent-to-SA strategy. I think because me as a person, as I like, I like to com- to meet different people, communicate with people. I mean, I meet single guests that stays in my house, yeah. but I just like to be... The, the running around because I like to around. So I felt like I'm I'm okay with managing this. Maybe for now because I only have two. So it's not a big problem for me. But if I planning to or actually I'm planning to scale this, yes, I'm gonna rely on systems and everything, but I quite enjoy that and I quite um like that we don't have any tenant. Um, I don't have to deal with tenant issues and problems well. <laughs> yeah. and all these kind of things. So, so um, it's it's quite nice, quite really nice. So, um, yes, yeah, so I think I'll get, I'll focus on getting more to essays, but also not, I'm not saying that I'm not going to do HMOs anymore, but if I find a good one, of course I'm going to do rent to HMOs, but I'll keep an eye on to essays.
0: Sure. A lot of people sort of think, Because you you said an interesting thing there. You said, you know, you don't have to deal with tenants. So what would you say to people that think that, you know, they're scared of SA because they feel like it's more work? Is it?
1: It is more work if you don't have your systems in place. So I have two rental SA's, and I don't remember the last time I've been to one of them. Uh So all of that, because once you have all your systems installed and when I say systems I don't I don't talk about channel manager or anything because I don't have one myself I'm talking about uh, devices like ring doorbell key lockers a minute for the noise detection all these kind of systems automated messages that in airbnb or booking.com if you have all that in place then you don't need even to be physically there you just speak to them uh, through the ring doorbell. I scared many of them multiple times, or um, you just yeah do the communication through the um, the platforms. So you just need to automate your um, messages, your scripts, your systems, and everything is going to be okay.
0: You heard it. So the title of this podcast is, of course, the road to 10k cash flow. Um, you know where where I f- I think last time we spoke you was you know you was around five K or, or so right net 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 yeah but yeah. now you've now you've kind of got this model going That's on because
1: the second rent I had say again um, and this is because the second rent to-, to SA um that I had um it just brought up the net cash flow up very quickly <laughs>
0: Sweet. So you've kind of coined this sort of, sort of um, this deal avatar. Because I'm a big, I'm a big believer of getting a deal avatar, a deal that you know works, and then you can just rinse and repeat. So after you've done this first one, you're making two, four grand, two grand each. You're like, hang on a minute, I could do this again. So tell us about your next deal.
1: So the second deal, um, the landlord, uh, she's my hairdresser. (laughs) And uh, we have this conversation and she just, uh, she knows every time she does my hair, I talk to her, oh, I found this deal. I did that. Oh, look at those pictures. And She's, oh, those are so lovely. And then one day she decided to give me one of her properties. I did my uh, research, my due diligence. I did my dummy hands and I proved that it's going to work, as I say. So I took it out of her. Um, It's a very good deal. I've been very fortunate with it. Uh, I managed to to do the place, to like to stage the place and make it ready from the time I took the key till I had my first guest in one week. Oof. So, yes. So I remember that day, Saturday, when we had the joiner, the painter, the cleaners, myself, friends, Franco, the bed guys, the furniture guys, all in one place <laughs> in the house and music around it was super fun everyone was happy everyone was crazy just because the the guests will arrive in 3 days and they were um contractors who wants to stay for 3 weeks um so that was pretty amazing amazing experience and uh um and when i say i've been fortunate is that because after those contractors i had one booking from september till july um, booked the whole place for all that period of time, and now I've I, I don't I, I forgot about the house now. <laughs> I
0: need how, to do the next how, how big was that booking, Ala?
1: From September till July next year.
0: And how much? How much money was that?
1: So this is around um, almost four k a month.
0: Wow. So, so what's that? September. October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June. That's like 40 grand or something crazy.
1: Gross, yeah.
0: Wow. Um, are they paying you monthly for that or did they pay you the whole lot? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They chose the
0: monthly.
1: <laughs> I was hoping they <laughs> <was> paid <hoping> the <laughs> full amount and then I go and buy my
0: first property. Yeah, you do a BRR. yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> never, I never... I, yeah, but-
1: yeah but they pay monthly for that and uh, they're really really good people I go and visit them like to me they are VIP people I have to keep so
0: no, <laughs> they amazing. ask for
1: for example they ask for a dishwasher I brought them dishwasher and I was like whatever you ask for I'm, I'm just going to provide it for you
0: yeah like whatever whatever it is <laughs> 40 grand booking Um, so 4 grand gross and that's another 2 grand net is it basically
1: Um. yes
0: that's amazing yes. so So basically, you've done two back-to-back SA deals that are both generating you personally around two grand a month. So uh, I know we've chatted about this. Basically, you're probably two to three of more of these away from hitting your 10K goal.
1: Yes. So based on the numbers, maybe one or two properties, uh, two properties, sorry, minimum, um, I would need to hit that goal.
0: Cool. All right. When, When are we hitting it?
1: Uh, As soon as I find a
0: property. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's amazing. So, yeah, I I absolutely love that. And I do think, you know, SA, I mean, to be fair, even in my business, like I was pretty HMO heavy um, until COVID. And there was just so much demand then for construction and stuff. What we, We started to just play around with properties and pivot a little bit. Um, and now I think last time I checked, we're around 40, I think we're around 40% SA at the moment. Um, and then my HMO, I split between student and professional Uh, and I'm working on a couple of other little bits and bobs as well. But the great thing about SA is if you do get it right, and if you do get your systems then you can get big chunks of cash. And, you know, even like November, by the way, is one of the quietest months in terms of SA. And, you know, we're still doing great figures and we're still getting a lot of people inquiring. I've got somebody at the moment, a construction company, and they literally hit me up on Tuesday saying, Simon, we need to ask 20 people on Monday. And it's like... Then I'm like scrambling around trying to do as many deals as possible to, to, to house them. But it can be super, super, super lucrative. So I think that's a great game plan. If you want to know more about Ala, um, Ala consistently posts in the Creative Cashflow Facebook group and you can see her properties on there. Um we might even do a live or, you know, I, th- I think we might even get Allah to do a little special guest appearance telling you exactly how she goes about sourcing these 2K SA deals out. Would you would you be up for that?
1: Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm more than happy to share my experience.
0: Wicked. OK, Brill. So before we sign off, is there anything else you want to say to the listeners? Any tips or, or you know, any tricks for people starting out?
1: Um, I would just say, um, like we said at the beginning, uh, consistency, stay consistent um, to have a a good business and um, just focus on what you're doing and make sure that you manage your time properly. And most importantly, you have time for yourself.
0: Uh, I couldn't say it better myself. And talking of which today is a Saturday, so I know you've got a fun packed day with the kids, right?
1: Yeah, it's football, football, swimming, activities, cricket, everything on <laughs> the weekend. So, yeah, busy, busy weekends.
0: Super, mom. All right, Ala, well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to speak with us. If you're brand new to the podcast, we do this every single week. Make sure you hit the subscribe button for any inquiries or any more information. Check out simonsmithonline.com and I'll see you next time. Thanks.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me again. And uh, yeah, we'll speak again.
0: Thanks for listening. For more information, check out simonsmithonline.com. See you next time.